Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the All-Time Hype Podcast. I am your host, General Mort, and today we're going to be talking about shitcoins, or altcoins, really. Um, but, uh, of course, uh, first off, we're going to talk about a little bit of news. A lot of really, really exciting stuff happened this week, actually, in the world of cryptocurrency. Um, the first thing that is very exciting, uh, if you guys don't already know, Mort got a new job. Um very exciting woohoo uh, i'm gonna be working on the product team for a blockchain mobile game called upland so if you guys want to check it out um feel free i will it's called upland you can play it on your phone and um it's pretty cool it's basically virtual monopoly so very excited to get started with them um i think we're we're going to do a lot of really cool things so um but <clears throat> nonetheless enough about me uh let's talk about some news in the actual crypto world First off, um, Dapper Labs, who is the team behind NBA Top Shots, just closed a $305 million investment round, uh, which is super exciting and very kind of bullish for the NFT space. Um, they're kind of one of the market leaders in that uh, area right now. So um, really good to see some new institutional investment get in there, um, which means that I would expect that there will be much more to follow. Um, on another note, uh, Aave, uh, which is a popular lending protocol, um, just launched a sidechain with Polygon, otherwise known as Matic. Um, and that means that you can now participate in Aave and basically lend your money on their platform for like, I think I saw somebody do it uh, the other day. They paid 75 cents to deposit their money. That was their gas fee. Uh, but you do pay it in the Matic token, so you will have to have some of that. But um, that's crazy. That's like a really, really big... Um, update and uh now people i think more people will start to get involved and once that stuff starts coming to like uh, decentralized exchanges and whatnot that's going to be a really exciting time <clears throat> additionally coinbase is going public via direct listing officially april 15th so um that's going to be kind of a interesting experiment in my opinion um i think there's going to be a lot of institutional interest and i would expect that to pop off honestly so uh but we'll see how it goes um also, Goldman Sachs, I kind of mentioned it earlier if you were watching, but Goldman Sachs has previously stated that Bitcoin, you know, all the cryptos are going to zero, and they've uh, kind of lightened up on that. They actually are also getting ready to offer um, digital asset services um, in Q2 of this year. Coinbase will be available for trading. Yeah, it's going to go uh, live on the stock exchange. So um, that's very exciting, April 15th. Um, so you will be able to invest in Coinbase if you don't want to invest in cryptocurrency directly. Uh, additionally, Fidelity, huge, um, what's the word, exchange, a stock exchange, I guess. I don't know. Is that a stock exchange? Is that how you would phrase that? I don't know. Whatever. You know what it is. Fidelity uh, just filed for a Bitcoin ETF, so just shows that more institutional players are getting interested in trying to uh, create opportunities for their customers. More exciting, Visa, which is one of the largest payment processors in the world, is now going to be settling transactions using USDC on the Ethereum blockchain. So this is huge. Um, if it proves to Visa that this is actually a cheaper, more efficient option for them. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't start building these bridges uh, between the traditional finance world and the digital asset world. So that's really exciting. They do 401ks and stuff. Uh, Fidelity, yeah. But they but you can also buy stock and stuff on their platform. Um, so, and then, sorry. Lastly, uh, PayPal is also going to be bringing cryptocurrency payments to all of their 29 million merchants. That's crazy. Um, that's really, really exciting news. So just more institutional involvement. Um, more of these massive players are starting to get involved. And, you know, that just continues to reassure me that this bull run that we're seeing is just nothing like what it was in 2017. I mean, everybody hated us in 2017 and 2018. People said that this was going to zero and that it wasn't going to last. And it was a, some people said it was a scam and a Ponzi scheme. Well, there are some of those out there. And that's actually what we're going to talk about today. But <clears throat> point being is there is so much more real tangible interest this time around and people who have a lot of money and who can really um you know change people's hearts and minds right so very exciting stuff um that's the news though uh, and now we're gonna jump into it right so today's episode is called the world of shit coins and that's because there are a lot of coins out there that are frankly shit um most people refer to these as altcoins um, you know, back in you people might, you know, call all, you know, things like Ethereum still altcoins, but they're not. Um, so really what all coins are, I would say are for the most part, they're low market cap coins, um, stuff that has the uh, potential to pump really hard, right? So altcoins, we'll say for now, 
low cap coins. So this means that their total value, their total market cap, their total worth is fairly small in comparison to things like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, and that usually means that these have potential for really high gains, um, sometimes anywhere between like five to a hundred times, right? Uh, which is super attractive. Obviously, that's like, obviously everybody wants to make a hundred times their money. That's, that's really cool, but it's really hard. And um, a lot of these things are garbage. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you guys about today. So um, most of these coins have, in my opinion, little to no utility. A lot of these are also what they call meme coins. And um, I'm sure you're familiar with at least some of these, like Dogecoin. So to give you guys some example, you got Doge. To be fair, Doge is actually has a pretty high market cap, but I'm going to include it anyways because uh, it didn't do anything really. It's not very good. Uh, you got Doge, you got Hoge, you got grumpy you have safe moon safe star just a bunch of these like really i don't know i i swear that these things sell themselves on the promise of just like massive gains and that's pretty much it like they don't actually seek to do anything they're just like make a lot of money here uh which i think sucks because it i think people who get sold by this bullshit and they buy in and they lose all their money it just turns them away forever so <clears throat> A big part of why I'm doing this episode is because I want you guys to be conscious of what you're getting involved in and make sure that you can protect yourself and hopefully invest in some safer things at the same time if you really do want to want to gamble on, on shit coins, right? So, <clears throat> you know, a lot of these projects are kind of hard to figure out whether they are, you know, they're garbage or not. Um, the website might look legit. They might have some interesting promises. They'll say they're going to do X, Y, and Z, but you really have to ask yourself, are they actually doing those things? And are they actually going to deliver on those promises? Um, most of the time, the answer is no. And people just get caught up in the narrative. Um, you know, it's, it's going to solve X, Y, and Z. And, you know, you can, you know, your money's going to get inflated by X amount, all this shit. So, problem is though that many of these are just subject to pump and dump schemes and that's basically where traders can earn massive gains but people are also subject to huge losses so it's easy to get sucked in um people get enamored by the potential to make a shit ton of money but you have to be careful because it is super duper duper easy to lose everything um and sometimes it's not even a scam sometimes it just doesn't have a future or potential um or sometimes it does but even still, there might be low market cap coins that aren't scams, um, but they're still going to be subject to pump and dumps because they have low liquidity, uh, low market cap. So people with a lot of money can move uh, the markets very easily. So uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is to beware of, like I just mentioned, pump and dumps. Now, what is a pump and dump? Um, like I said, you know, markets for low cap coins are easy to, easy to manipulate because there isn't a lot of money moving. So if somebody suddenly comes in with a million dollars and makes a buy, like that's going to push the price really fast, right? Um, but then they can immediately sell right after that and that's going to dump the price. So uh, sometimes these these traders uh, and these traders with deep pockets are often referred to as whales. Um, they'll come in and they'll basically artificially inflate the price with some sort of trading strategy. Sometimes they use bots uh, a lot of the time um, so that they can just be far more efficient with how they're trading. And it'll push the price up, push the price up. A bunch of people will see it and go, this price, you know, this coin's pumping. I'm going to get in. So they jump in and the price torpedoes down into the ground. Um, so it's super risky. Uh, this is just, this whole process is incredibly risky. Um, and you really just have to be careful. You have to be wary of that, that, you know, make sure that you know that that's a possibility. Your timing on this basically has to be perfect if you're actually going to make money on it. Um, because sometimes literally minutes or even seconds can determine whether or not you're going to make a lot of money or lose a shit ton of money. I've seen some wild uh, volatility in some of these low market cap coins. And it's like literally something sometimes these things will will double and then regress more within minutes it's absolute madness so you really have to be careful and a lot of this is because of the shortage of liquidity and basically what this means is that there isn't a lot of volume right or there isn't a lot of tokens available right uh so if you have a trading pair like let's say it's a uh, usd coin and i'm just gonna say shit coin let's say shit um and 
you know, let's say that so much of this, so much of shitcoin is is available um, on the exchange, and there's so much of of USDC. If there isn't a lot of trading volume happening, if there isn't a lot of these exchanging hands, then it's going to be difficult to make a large buy or a large sell. So sometimes people do these incre incrementally. Um, so basically, the point is though, just when you're trading tokens with a limited circulation, it can be really challenging because you might be subject to um, high slippage. So um, slippage basically means if you go on an exchange like Uniswap, um, a lot of times you'll have to adjust because of the wild volatility in price. So if you go and try and make a buy on something like Ethereum, like the likelihood that the price is going to move, you know, greater than like 1% over the course of a couple minutes is pretty low. Um, but on these other coins that could happen very quickly so sometimes you need to set a slippage rate of like five to ten percent and what this means is that basically you're telling the exchange that like i'd like to get it at this price but if there's a fluctuation either positive or negative in the range of five to ten percent then go ahead and make the buy so sometimes what will happen is people will set a low slippage like if they set it to like one percent the trade will just sit in the pool and it won't get executed because the price just is moving uh, far too quickly, right? So you have to really be careful about um, how you're executing these trades, making sure that there's enough liquidity um, going on, and and you know make sure that you're comfortable sometimes with with accepting a five to ten percent you know slippage rate because sometimes you just have to if you really want to buy something um, you kind of have to subject yourself to that uh, every once in a while. So. Um, Basically, like I said, pump and dumps are the artificial inflation of these market caps. And, um, you know, they seek to benefit the people with the most money. Like you can get lucky uh, as a small investor and cash out at the top if you pick the right time. But the problem is it's really hard to know because these people are are moving the markets, not not really you. Right. Um, so the other thing that you have to be really careful about um, is what they call rug pools. And rug pulls are essentially, um, you know, a lot of these smaller projects are come from unknown people. Uh, they're, they're cobbled together really quickly. And sometimes what the developers will do is they'll build in like a backdoor in the smart contract that allows for them to basically abscond with all of the investor funds, just basically steal them all and leave and then just disappear off the face of the planet. Right. Um, so <clears throat> usually it's by the admin or the developers uh, that create um the actual coin and this has happened a lot of times over the last several years um people just get like i said people get sucked in um they put in a bunch of money the coin pumps and then the developers will take it all and they'll just go they'll just leave uh, and then they'll just disappear and you know you have a dead project um so to give you an example in december of last year there was a company or a project called compounder finance which if you are familiar with um Compound finance, it sounds very similar, which is probably on purpose, right? Um, this was basically a clone of uh, some other protocols like Harvest and Yearn.Finance. Yearn so uh, I guess a, kind of like a, 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 a decentralized aggregator. And, um, you know, they were operating for a little while. And uh, basically in December of last year, um, after they had reached a certain threshold, the developers just stole the money and took off. And they made out with 750k wrapped Bitcoin, um, 4.8 million ETH, five million die, and more. So, <clears throat> you know, they they stole probably upwards of 10, 15 million dollars just by fucking taking it, uh, because there was a backdoor built in that nobody had seen so they basically snuck in this uh, they call it a call function that allowed them to withdraw all the funds um that that had been deposited into their aggregators right so the scariest part about this is that this project was actually audited and audited audits are a really popular thing in the space so if you're trying to build a project um and get people on board get it funded whatnot then you typically request somebody to audit it so that they can check the smart contract make sure that there's no like stuff like this backdoors built in um, but they didn't catch that uh, because they were basically um, looking for external attack vectors. So basically ways to spam the network or spam the protocol um, in order to crash it or steal funds, something like that. 
um, but they weren't really looking for internal attack vectors. So they hadn't really checked to see if there was an internal way for the developers to basically just steal all that shit, right? So you have to be really careful. Um, you know, I, I'm not 100% certain. I was trying to do research to find out kind of like what the most reliable auditors are. Um, but there's not really a whole lot of good information on there. Um, I would say, you know, if you are going to trust an audit, trust something from like consensus or, um, you know, Masari doesn't really do audits, but they do have like a registry of projects that they include. Um, it kind of like is a promise to be transparent and all this stuff. Um, so that's a good gauge, but we'll talk more about that stuff later. Um, but point is like, you know, just because a token says it's been audited by, you know, whoever doesn't really mean a whole lot. They could also be paying off auditors to to tell people that their project is solid and um, that nothing wrong is going to happen. So you really just you have to be incredibly careful. Um, so the other thing I want you guys to watch out for, uh, there are a lot, a lot of projects these days um, <clears throat> that basically come out and say new yield farming protocol and a deflationary token, right? Everybody loves the word deflationary token these days. Because Bitcoin is like kind of deflationary. Um, but, you know, what basically what these projects will say is they're like, oh, we're, you know, we, we burn X amount of uh, the tokens every transaction, which, you know, uh, is supposed to make it more scarce, right? Which would make the value of the token go up. Um, but, you know, what are they going to use the token for? That's the problem, right? So a lot of these tokens have no utility um in other words they don't do anything uh they're just kind of built to exist i guess i don't know like I, honestly sometimes i wonder how people buy into this shit because i'm just like what does it do like you know and uh, at the end of the day it what it does is apparently just make you more money by holding it which doesn't really make any sense. Like, that money has to come from somewhere, right? Um, so whether it's a burn mechanism or uh, a, like, a, a redistribution mechanism, some of these will say, like, oh, every transaction will take X percent of the transaction fee and uh, redistribute it to the token holders, right? Um, well, first off, why do I have to pay a fee on every transaction now that everybody else is going to benefit from? I mean, I guess that's kind of interesting, but, like, I I'm not going to use that as a cash token, Um I just don't see any of these... To like, that would be, to me, the only actual use case for these is, like, as a cash, like, a digital transaction token. It's like, why would I do that um, when there are people already building those things on Ethereum or other project, you know? So I, I don't... I just be careful. Like, these are just kind of some terms that I think are really scary. So, though, basically, the you know, they're luring people in because they're promising rewards, right? So it's like, yeah, come buy our token. When you hold it, you're going to keep making more of the token as you hold it. And then the price is going to go up and you're making a shit ton of money, right? Um, so just exercise extreme caution. Um, like I said, I don't I don't think a lot of the cash coins are really promising. Um, and, you know, especially meme coins. I, I don't, I just don't get it. You know, buying shit like Grumpy Cat or Hoge, like, it's funny. I get it. It's fun. Um, and you can make some big profits. But, like, what is it going to do at the end of the day? Um, probably nothing, right? So, you know, that, that's kind of as far as meme coins go for me. Um, and they're easy to duplicate, too. This is kind of one of the other scary parts. It's like, you know, sometimes I see stuff on, uh, there's a, you know, we're, we're going to talk about it later. We're going to separate a couple crypto moonshots. And it's like, oh, it just came out three days ago. I'm like, that's not a good thing. Like, I, I nobody's ever heard of this until three days ago. And we want to put shit ton of money in it. Like. Not sure. And like I said, they're easy to duplicate. Uh, you know, I, I'm not 100% sure on this, but uh, based on what I've seen, you can make a coin like this for like $100 um, and then just get people to buy it. So that's that happens a lot in this in this space, right? So how do we know if they're legit? That's like kind of the crux of all of this. Um, so we'll say legitness. So how do we know if it's legit? Um, it's hard. It's hard to block out all that noise, and there are tons of people out there just shilling the fuck out of their favorite project. Uh, crypto influencers are notorious for this. That's why I hate most of them. Um, you know, you know, they'll go on fucking TikTok or some shit. Oh, check out this next coin. It's going to be huge. You know, guaranteed 100x on your investment. Uh, and then, of course, they'll do that stupid shit where, like, well, in order to get it, you got to subscribe my to my thing. And then, uh, you know, in the get in the private channel, and we'll tell you what coin. Fuck all that. Um... Do your research. That's really what it comes down to. How do you know if it's legit? 
Fucking do your research, right? So, I gotta rewrite that because it looks horrible. It still doesn't look so good, but whatever. Um, so there's a couple ways for you to do your research uh, that I'm gonna tell you about. First one, and honestly, probably the most important, read the white paper. If there is no white paper, <laughs> run. Uh, white paper is very important. Um, this is basically a document that outlines um, basically the entire plan for the project. What is it supposed to do? Why did they make it? What's the technology behind it? Um, you can kind of learn everything that you need to know via the white paper. Um, now, let me be perfectly clear. People can make a really good white paper and make it seem really good, and it can still be a scam. It can still be bullshit. But this is the first place to start, in my opinion. Right? Next, let's take you want to take a look at the roadmap. And if again, if they don't have a roadmap, probably just run away. Um, roadmap is basically uh, an outline of how the project is going to evolve over the next year, two years, three years. So they typically have milestones, uh, things they're trying to achieve by a certain you know, quarter or month or something, and they'll say, okay, so these are the next things that we're going to try and accomplish. So take a look at the roadmap. Does it look like they're actually trying to accomplish solid goals? Are these tangible goals? Are they are they reasonable? Are they actually going to be able to hit these milestones uh, within their reasonable objective times? Sometimes I'll go and I'll look at some of these projects and it's like, it'll have their roadmap and the roadmap is like three months long and it only dates back to like last month. I'm like, I, hello? Like, that's bullshit. Don't fucking, don't buy it. Right. Um, so roadmap is a pretty critical part of kind of examining what whether or not it's realistic what they're trying to do. Right. The next thing I think is really important to look at is the team. Who's building this shit? Are they real people? Have they been around a while? Um, do they have experience in this space? Right. If they don't have a team listed on their website, again, probably just run away. Um, you know, there is a lot of anonymity in this space in some ways, but projects that are real and actually trying to accomplish something and actually, you know, change something, they're going to put their name on it. Um, and that's important. So a lot of times people have links to like LinkedIn. Um, and obviously it's, you know, it's not incredibly easy to know how good somebody is at something, but if you go to their LinkedIn and they've got a fairly decent background in, I don't know, software engineering or something like that, at least you know that they actually maybe have some semblance of like what they're fucking supposed to be doing, right? So team is very important to me. And then also I think it's good to take a look at how the team interacts with the community. Are they active? Are they involved? Are they constantly updating the community and saying, this is where we're at. This is what we're trying to do. Um, this is a really important part because if the team is not around, if they're not accessible, fuck it. It's not worth, right? Uh, another thing you can look at, and I'll show you guys how to do this later, is uh, the number of holders. So how many people actually hold the token? Um, is there 100 people and the top 20 hold like 50% of the coins? You probably don't, you, you want out. You, you don't really want that, right? It's important to have a little bit of distribution. Uh, if the whales own too much of the protocol, too much of the project, too much of the coins, then it's scary because they can influence the price massively right really substantially so <clears throat> we talked about it earlier but audits um if they have been audited by something even if you don't know if the audit is legit uh always take a look at what they find um some of these uh these auditors will give like a trust rating so they might score it out of 100 and say like oh we think it's like 80 87 percent like good right something like that so always check out uh you know the actual audit but also take a look at who is doing the audit um you know, you want to make sure that you're getting it from a credible source and they didn't just pay somebody off to say that their project is, is solid, right? Um, and then lastly, evaluate the source. Where are you hearing about this project? Who's telling you about it? If it's on Crypto Moonshots. Um, sorry, I wrote that wrong. If it's on Crypto Moonshots, take a look at their, their posting history. Are they a shill? Do they just only post about this one token and are trying to get people to buy it. Um, you know, so go through people's account history, check out who they are. Just there's so much bullshit going on in this space that this is, it's an important part of the process. Um, you know, where are you getting this from? So don't be fooled by a fancy website. Um, make sure you check out all these things. These are probably the most important part of figuring out, uh, whether or not you should make an investment or not. Right. 
And if you don't want to invest in something legit, that's totally your prerogative and I don't give a shit. But if you are trying to invest in something that you believe in, then these are the steps that you absolutely have to take, right? So let's talk about some examples of clear scams or really just one big example. If you guys have heard of, um, or rather, I'm sure you guys have heard of the very popular project from a couple years ago, BitConnect. Um, I'm sure you've seen the video, hey, 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 of that guy. We're going to watch it after. But um, BitConnect was basically a multi-level marketing scheme slash Ponzi scheme. Um, how people bought into this and how it got so big, I have no idea because it's absolute fucking madness, right? So basically, this was a Ponzi scheme. And what BitConnect did, <laughs> yes, what BitConnect did was um, they basically promised these insanely high daily interest payouts, right? So they basically said, come to our platform, deposit Bitcoin, and we're going to give you X amount of Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin, or sorry, BitConnect coin, BCC in exchange, right? In exchange for BTC. So basically what they said is, yeah, if you deposit Bitcoin onto our platform, we'll give you some of our token, and then your token is going to earn tiered or earn compounding interest uh, every day. So uh, they had a tiered interest rate um, model. So in other words, if you, um, you know, depending on how much money you deposited determined your interest rate as well as like your lock-in period. So uh, that was the other thing. They basically said, if you invest $1,000, let's say with us, then you can withdraw your initial investment after let's say a year and over the course of that year you're going to earn a absolute totally insane 40 percent monthly return on your investment and that i don't know anybody who saw that and was like wow that's really good i'm gonna buy that probably not maybe a little smooth brained up there because th that's ridiculous right that means that a thousand dollars over the course of three years, would have become $50 million. It's completely unsustainable, right? So they basically promised um, all these people that they were going to make shit ton of money. And so many people bought in. Like, actually, so many people bought in. Um, and, you know, this model kind of relied on them constantly bringing new people in so that they could pay out their old investors who were trying to take their profits, right? So it required a constant stream of new people coming in. At their height, BitConnect Coin had a $2.6 billion market cap. And I think it was in the top 20 uh, back in 2017. And it went, I think it started trading at 17 cents. It ballooned all the way up to almost $500, maybe $400, something like that, four to $500, and then subsequently crashed way back down to 40 cents um and that was a a bad time for a lot of people um they had all these promoters all these people all these uh like influencers that were that were like hard shilling the coin um and when shit hit the fan they all disappeared right so they got a bunch of de cease and desists um from a couple different countries and areas and whatnot and all their promoters disappeared. They deleted all their videos on YouTube, all their content. Um, and eventually BitConnect announced that they were going to be shutting down their lending platform. And um, the, following that announcement, the price torpedoed into the ground by 96%. Like over the course of like a day. Um, it just fucking disappeared. <clears throat> right? So they, computer, they basically shut down and converted all of their user funds to BitConnect coin. So they couldn't recoup their or their original uh bitcoin and then they just dis a fucking period right so these kinds of things happen um it's crazy to me that this one got so out of control and so big but you see some of the stuff that was like coming out for it and people just were completely sold it was like a cult right so check this out so we're gonna watch watch the infamous bitconnect video and this is just so crazy. I'm gonna open my video. So, 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 so,
Hey, hey, this is hey, like a whole, I mean, look at all these people. Carlos look at like Matos, the and I am conference. From New York City, New York. Let me tell you guys that I am so excited. I am so happy. I am really so thrilled to be right now sharing this amazing, glorious, super and exciting moment of my life with all of you guys. It's just so and bad. Let me tell you that we are really changing the world as we know it. The world is not anymore the way- Like imagine, you're this man and you think, you think you're changing the world right now. It used to be, no, no, no. No, no, no. Be connect. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Be connect. Damn, my ear drums out. We are coming and we are coming in waves. We are starting and we are going to actually go all over the world. We are belting the entire world. Let me tell you guys that I started 137 days ago with only $25,610. And right now I am reaching $140,000. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's Poor up? Carlos. Carlos lost it all. And let me I'm tell sure. you that I am actually earning around one hundred I mean around one thousand and four hundred dollars on an everyday basis, seven days a week. What? Exactly. What? It's not real, buddy. I am right now independently. Financially, independently, I am saying to so many people who said that this was going to be a con artist game, that this was going to be a scammer game. Hey, <laughs> you're going to lose all your money. My wife still doesn't believe in me. Uh, oh, no, no, this, this is real. No, 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 no. That's a scam. And I said, but wait, I'm going to go to the bank. I'm going to get my bitcoins. I'm going to actually put it into dollars here, there, right on the table. Oh, that's money that you took from another account. I'll say, what am I going to do? Then I said to myself, you know what? When I started to put $10,000 a day on her, oh, right on, no. her, you know, on her table, then she's going to say, whoa. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's real. <laughs> so guys, I want to tell you something. Faith and belief is the one thing that we all need to be able to <laughs> Good fundamentals and a real project is what you need. Not just faith world. and belief, guys. And right now, I believe that in this room, we have the seed that's going to germinate and that's going to explode into an amazing opportunity for us to change this entire world. I am so proud, I am so honored, I am so excited to be here right now. And let me tell you guy. something, <laughs> that each and every one of you has the opportunity to become like guy. those amazing people that we know here from Vietnam. <laughs> hey, my people from Vietnam, making so much money that they can probably it's like have four a real people counting it. <laughs> so guys, let me tell you, I love... Thank you so much, Anyway, <clears throat> that's madness to me. Um, you know, that guy's clearly off his fucking rocker. And, um, you know, that stuff is just incredibly scary and kind of dangerous. So, uh, yeah, don't just be smarter. Be better, be better than Carlos. Um, because I'm sure Carlos lost it all. And that's really sad. I mean, maybe he is on some meth. Um, that's I wouldn't be surprised, right? Okay, so uh, let's move on. Um, next thing, uh, really quick. So I mentioned it earlier, uh, but crypto moonshots. Really popular subreddit um, for basically talking about super low market cap coins. Uh, coins that can potentially moon, right? Um, so they're basically list different low cap coins, um, talk about what they're trying to do, uh, what the point is, what type of thing it is. A lot of the ones that you'll see on crypto moonshots are these yield farming deflationary tokens. So really be careful. Um, but some of the projects are legit. Um, 
some of them are just really highlighting projects that are small and um, actually have good use case and are actually trying to do something interesting. So, um, you know, they're not all garbage, but a majority of them are. You must know the difference. Um, and how do you know the difference? What we talked about earlier. Do your fucking research, man. Um, you know, find out what it's trying to do. Find out who the team behind it is. Read the white paper. Um, and don't get fooled, because uh, sometimes on Crypto Moonshots, like, a lot of these people are just paid shills or they're bot accounts, stuff like that. So, um, you know, sometimes you'll see a post and it'll have a shit ton of awards. <sighs> Doesn't mean anything. What only The only thing that means anything is what we talked about. The white paper, the team, the roadmap. Those things actually matter. Um, you know, don't just get fucking sucked in because you know it's too <laughs> it's too uh it's super it looks like it's super hyped right so uh, another thing that i see all the time this just came out a few days ago get in now only up uh, you know fucking 200 holders that is not a good sign to me that's a bad sign to me i don't want a project that just fucking launched three days ago and you know we're trying to push it into the millions of dollars Give me something that actually is, you know, they've been working on it for a while. You know, the problem is sometimes what, like, these projects will do is, like, they'll launch their coin and, like, just instantly be out there. You know, like, that'll be, like, launching the coin is the launch of the company. Shouldn't work that way. Build a product. Find out what your product is going to be. Get to a point where you're ready to do some sort of public offering. Then launch your coin. Once you already have a product. Or at least a MVP. Something like that, right? So... Um, so let's take a look at Crypto Moonshots uh, together. I actually just, um, most of the rest of the episode is me going to be kind of going through different tools and stuff for you guys to use to help educate yourself. So, uh, let's get to the other tab here. Oh, shit. Okay, sorry, hold on. Okay, so, uh, first thing we're going to look at is, um, something called... Uh, coin market cap, which I'm sure many of you are already familiar with. Uh, coin market cap is basically, uh, I mean, it's you know, there's a lot of tools to do this, but it's the list of all the market cap um, of all the coins in the cryptocurrency universe, right? So this is not just uh, Ethereum-based stuff, it's or Bitcoin-based stuff, it's everything. So you can go through here, you can check out, uh, you know, what projects are on the rise, uh, who's not doing so hot, stuff like that, how much they're currently worth. Um, the market cap is very important. So I think some, one thing that people get really, uh, fucked up by is they'll see the price. So like, let's look at fucking, uh, I don't know, XRP or Cardano here, right? It's only a dollar 20 cents. It's a great time to get in. No, bad, not a good time to get in just cause it's a dollar and 28 cents. Doesn't mean that it has the potential for huge gains. Um, look at the market cap. It's already worth $38 billion and they don't, these guys don't even have fucking working products. Uh, there's no dApps that are currently on Cardano. I'm not going to say that Cardano is going to be bad. I'm just saying right now, though, it's severely overvalued considering nobody's actually building anything on it, or at least there's nothing working on it right now. So <clears throat> so take a look at the market cap uh, when you're calculating you know, your moonshot. Uh, it's not just about the price of the token because it's also about the circulation. So yes, the token is only worth $1.20, but there are, let's see here, 32 billion of them in existence, whereas Bitcoin only has 18.6 million in circulation currently. It will be 21 million eventually, but that's why the price is higher um, because there's it's it's more scarce, right? So different tokens have different supplies. Uh, you can see here, you know, DOT has almost a billion tokens in circulations. XRP has even more, uh, 45 billion. You know, there's, so you you really have to be conscious of how many tokens are in circulation what the market cap is, and then you can talk about what the current price is. The reality is you can you can purchase percentages of all this stuff, so it doesn't really matter uh, whether you can buy a whole one or not, right? Can you give an example of coins with utility like ETH? Sure. So um, let's see. Let's, I don't know. Pick one here. What do I want to talk about? I mean, there are other layer ones, so like these have utility, you know, Polkadot will have utility, Cardano may have utility because they're going to be um, a layer one blockchain, they're a smart contract platform, right? Or you can take a project like Uniswap, <clears throat> this is an ERC-20 token built on Ethereum that actually 
you know, does stuff. Uh, right now, it's only for governance. So you're kind of, you know, kind of functions more of like a stock, a security token than um, something that is necessary to power the platform. Uh, but that might change. Uh, I think long term, what will happen is uh, Uniswap holders are going to be uh, basically earning by holding Uniswap via trading fees, right? So Uniswap is a good example of a token that has uh, at least some utility. It's it's a governance token. It's it's stock. You can vote on proposals and uh, actually issue proposals as well, depending on how much Uniswap you own. So that's the the biggest utility in Uniswap. Um, there are other projects too uh, that ha that do different things. So always be conscious of what the actual project does. Same thing with Ave. I think it's a governance token, um, and I think that's how a lot of these tokens will start is as governance tokens. But if it's a cash coin, something like that, like I don't really care. Um, the other thing that you can look at is CoinGecko. It's similar to CoinMarketCap. It's, you, you know, can basically check out, uh, you know, risers and followers, stuff like that. Uh, but it has a little bit, usually a little bit more information. Um, you know, it'll show you a little bit more about it. Uh, and you can also search, I forget, I think you can check things out, uh, yeah, by like, by the ecosystem. So you can look at DeFi, they have their own DeFi section, NFTs, uh, who's rising and falling in NFTs. And then you can also kind of see like eh, community metrics, how are people feeling about it, stuff like that. Um, and they also have some more in-depth stats uh, about their social, um, you know, how many followers do they have? Where is their conversation living? Is it on Twitter? Is it on Telegram? Stuff like that. So these things can be really important research tools to find out whether or not you, 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 know, you think it's going to be a worthy investment. Um, I'm sorry. <clears throat> is a fantastic tool uh it's you can also do things like that uh like the other two and you know look at price uh look at risers and fallers stuff like that um but the core of what's good about uh masari is their research uh a lot of it is paid uh, i will say so you you know may have to pay a subscription fee if you want to read everything but they also do um some free pieces and if you subscribe to their newsletter sometimes you can read the pieces that are locked because uh, they'll just put them in the email um, but these guys are awesome. Uh, this is probably my favorite uh, research source currently. Um, I do have a friend that works for Masari, um, and he's a great writer. His name's Mason. So if you ever see Mason Nystrom out there, uh, he's, he's a good friend of mine. But, um, <clears throat> you know, these guys research. This is their job. These guys are analysts. All they do is research the ecosystem and write about it. So these guys have a really, really solid understanding of why things are valuable, what the technology does, and are typically going to give you a really fair shake on um, whether or not it's a worthy investment, right? Um, they're not going to tell you what to do, but they will give you all the information you need. So definitely check out Masari if you want to learn more about crypto or certain projects, stuff like that. They also have a registry. Um, so certain uh, projects will join the registry and basically say like that's their commitment to um, being a transparent and open uh, project, right? Another tool that you can use, this is particularly useful if you're looking at actual shit coins. Uh, it's called Dex Tools. So uh, some of these coins won't have like a um, actual place where you can track the price real time. Um, so sometimes you go on Dex Tools and um, you can find kind of a live ticker for the uh, for the particular coin you're looking at. So let's say it's Grumpy, Grumpy Cat Coin. Um, Grumpy's not doing so hot as far as I know. Um, but, you know, this will give you a little bit more like a live ticker, kind of like if you're looking at an exchange like Coinbase, right? Um, <clears throat> if you are looking to buy shit coins, a lot of people buy them on Uniswap. So Uniswap is a really popular uh, decentralized exchange. You do need a crypto wallet like MetaMask to use it in your browser. Um, but you can perform a couple different things. You can swap your tokens. So uh, a lot of times what will happen is they have like these officially listed tokens. So these are tokens that people have added and paid for to be listed on the platform, but there are also other ones. So uh, you can you can swap any token on Uniswap, but it is more dangerous to swap these low cap coins because they're not officially listed. So you see here, you'll get an alert. Say anyone can create and name an ERC20 token on Ethereum, including fake versions of existing tokens that claim to represent the real ones, right? So you have to be careful and make sure that you're in a <clears throat> excuse me, interacting with the right smart contract that's actually holding the tokens. Um, and just be sure that you're actually trading for the right token. You know, you're not buying some uh, one that's supposed to look like another and then you end up getting scammed, right? So Uniswap is a really popular tool um, to trade these kinds of tokens because it's completely open. It's an open marketplace. Whoa, look at the liquidity. What's going on? Sorry. That doesn't seem right. Something must have happened. Um... <clears throat> That's a lot. It's like a huge jump really fast. 
I don't know. Maybe that's just because of the price of ETH. Uh, anywho, so that's Uniswap. Next thing we're going to look at is uh, Etherscan. So Etherscan is what they call Blockchain Explorer. Basically, it allows you to query and check on every transaction that's taking place on the Ethereum blockchain. So check this out. We'll go to the homepage real quick. These are the latest blocks that are being mined, and these are the latest transactions. These are all the transactions that exist on the Ethereum ledger. Um, you know, we remember, you know, early on we talked about that, you know, blockchain is essentially a decentralized ledger. This is the ledger. This is exactly what it is. This is just a list of transactions that are taking place. It says who's sending money to who, how much they're sending, what those tokens are, stuff like that. So um, you can use Etherscan in a couple different ways. Uh, all, you know, particularly if you have, uh, if you want to check on your own transactions, you can just look up your address and you will get a full list of every transaction that you've made with that address, um, as well as how much you hold, stuff like that. So it's all publicly available. Although your name isn't necessarily on it, right? Um, so like if we were to check, I know I'm not gonna look at mine, <laughs> but um, so that's how you would do that. But uh, a really popular way to kind of check out um, how some of these early projects are doing is to go in and kind of see, all right, how many holders are there? Um, you know, how many transfers are taking place? Uh, is it, you know, is this the right smart contract? Stuff like that. So, you know, looking at Uniswap, this is a very popular project. 201 holders or 201,000 holders. So there's a lot of people holding Uniswap. I'd say that's a pretty fair uh, sign. Um, that this is a reputable project uh, and that, you know, there's still good opportunity to get involved, right? Uh, but you can look at something even way smaller, like Vidya. Vidya's, uh, I think it's a game token um, that's been kind of been talking about uh, a lot on uh, crypto moonshots and i do know that they are actually building stuff i haven't invested in this uh with all uh, just to be transparent but um, i do think it's interesting but you can look here you know sometimes people like to get in with projects that have not a lot of holders so you know 22 holders not a lot especially compared to something like uniswap i mean that's you know a fraction of, of what's happening there so some people might see this and say this is a great opportunity to get involved fully diluted market cap 15 million it's kind of a lot, but it's still pretty small uh, compared to a lot of the other projects in the space. So, hey, you might see all this stuff and say that's a good investment. But I also, but I always think it's a really valuable um, opportunity to go and actually look at these stats and, and see whether or not this stuff is a little sketchy or not, right? So uh, there's another um, website that I was recently um, made aware of uh, called Token Sniffer. And these guys basically list clear scams. Um, they basically go out and they, they check out these trending tokens, what's happening, and then they'll say what the latest scams are and they'll, they'll list them here. So if you are thinking about investing in a coin, just hop on here, Google it, or uh, you know do control F, or you can just search for the token name here and just see if it's actually legit. Um, you know, look at this, Ecomi. <laughs> My friend was telling me about this coin yesterday and it's here. So now I know I'm not investing in Ecomi. <laughs> um, so that's, that's really important. So those are some tools that are, can be really helpful. If you guys want me to, I can post them uh, in the Discord or something like that. Um, if you guys want to join the Discord, link is in the uh, info panel below. But um, make sure that you you leverage these tools to make sure that you're not going to get screwed, right? Um, you know, I don't want anybody losing money. And I, I, I know that you guys don't want to be losing money either. So, um, <clears throat> so to sum up, sorry, one second. I got to find my thing here. All right. So to sum up, these are the things that um, just you should be watch out for. So be careful, first off. <laughs> like I've been saying, just be careful. Use your good judgment. If it looks like a scam, it probably is. Um, understand what you're getting yourself into. Um, you know, this is gambling in a lot of ways. Uh, yes, you can make conscious decisions as an investor and do all your research, but you still need to understand what you're getting yourself into. Understand that you could potentially lose all your money overnight or in a couple seconds or in a couple minutes, right? Don't ape in. Don't ape into anything unless you're willing to, to make money. I mean, to lose money. Um, use money that you can afford to lose. Don't fucking spend your life savings. Don't be like that guy that my friend told me about, my cousin told me about who invested his entire life savings, which was 44 Ethereum into Grumpy Cat, and then watched it plummet into the fucking gutter don't do that be smart if you want to fucking take a gamble on a low market cap coin and see if you can you know fucking hit a home run and get really lucky use a reasonable amount of money <laughs> not your life savings right um byor 
Do your own research. Everybody wants to ask me what to buy. I don't want to tell you what to buy. I want to show you how to find out what to buy, right? So just be conscious of what you're looking at. Check about check out those things we talked about earlier. White paper, roadmap, who's the team? Who's the source posting behind it? Are they a paid shill? Just be smarter, right? Another recommendation, diversify. Uh, this kind of goes in tandem with don't ape in. Um, if you do want to invest in something that's fucking a total gamble, also invest in reliable projects. Um, you know, I, obviously Bitcoin and Ethereum are also volatile, but in comparison, those are stable as fuck. So, you know, just make sure you have a good portion of your portfolio and things that you count on to appreciate over time uh, and not, uh, you know, get rich quick, right? So if you really want to gamble on a low cap coin, fucking go ahead. Just make sure that you only allocate a small portion of your holdings, I would say. Probably not more than like 5 or 10% at the most. So just be careful. Um, <clears throat> you know, this is a scary space and uh, it's definitely easy to, to buy into bullshit, right? So um, that is pretty much all I got for you guys today. Um, the whole you know, point of this is really just to tell you guys to be smarter, be better, to do your research. Uh, I know it's work and it sucks and I, you know, I want to ape in. And if you do want to ape in, if you don't want to fucking do your research, again, just make sure you're not doing it with a shit ton of money, something that you can afford to lose. It's like, like, imagine you're going to Vegas and you're just going to fucking throw some money in the slot machine and see what happens. That's okay. Just be aware that that's what you're doing, right? You're not investing in some long-term project that is going to, you know, make you a shit ton of money uh, over the course of the next five or 10 years. If you want to try and make money in a week, that's fine. Just know that that's what you're doing, right? So uh, thank you guys all for watching today. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, please like, subscribe, follow all that stuff. Uh, you guys can go check me out on YouTube. I post all the VODs of these here. Um, I also am on Spotify and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. Be sure to check the info panel below. Follow me on Twitter and all that good stuff. And um, I will be sticking around to hang for a little bit. Uh, but I do have to go pretty early today. I got some work that I got to take care of for school. Uh, and you know, thank you everybody. Just thank you all for coming again. I appreciate it so much and I look forward to seeing you guys next time. Please enjoy the rest of your weekend and, um, I will see you next Saturday. Thank you guys.